if I could tell you how many clients over all these years who have told me that their partner, their family member, their friend, somebody in their lives told them that boundaries are selfish, that boundaries aren't fair, and that they aren't okay with my clients having boundaries. That just makes my heart drop. This is Fix Yourself First, and I'm your host, Dr. Christy. And today, as you can see, we're talking all things boundaries in our relationships. We're going to be talking about what actually is boundaries in relationships, what happens when we don't uphold them, and then actually how to have the boundary and uphold them. I'll give you some more examples, and then we'll talk about the three parts of creating a boundaries, because just saying boundaries isn't enough. There's actually three parts to it. You need to know how to make that happen. Getting into it, you've got some feelings and thoughts that are coming up. Knowing you, you might be saying in your head, gosh, dang it, I really struggle with setting boundaries, or I really want to get better at it, or I really struggle, or when I have to set a boundary, I feel bad, I feel guilty. Welcome to the club, especially if you're a fellow people pleaser or recovering people pleaser. We want to do for others, take care, nurture, show up for people in our lives. And when we do, a lot of times we do it so selflessly that we end up getting in our own way. So let's start out with what are relationship boundaries. Think of boundaries as how close you let people get to you, especially on that emotional level. Think of it as where you draw the line in your relationships, whether it's a friendship, a partnership, a family ship, or whatever ship you're in with somebody. You got a line. All of us do. My heart drops when I hear people say, no, I don't have any boundaries with my whoever it might be. What that tells me is you're not telling them how to treat you, which means you will accept anything. And when we accept anything, we get nothing. Boundaries are how we teach people how to treat us. It tells them how much we're willing to give or we're willing to take before things change or decide to have to leave the relationship, friendship, family ship, whatever it might be. This is your line. This is what you stand for. This is what you will be okay with and not okay with. And just because you're in a relationship, friendship, or family ship doesn't mean you have to stay there, especially if there are issues with boundaries. Now, that can feel overwhelming. And I'm not telling you to go do whatever in your ship, like you do your thing. But here's a couple of examples. Your ability to say no is a boundary. Refusing to take blame when you didn't do anything, that's a boundary. Expecting respect, that's a boundary. Dictating your own feelings is a boundary. Here's what I mean by that, especially in relationships. The emotions and feelings are there so much that like how you feel, how they feel, how y'all feel as a couple, that gets really blurry. But you have your own feelings. If you're adopting everything your partner's feeling, then you've got no clear separation of individual self. Next example, having an identity outside of your relationship. You're more than just a person in a couple. You were your own person before you got into the relationship. You are your own person in that relationship, and you are your own person continued in that relationship or if that relationship ends. You got to have your own identity. Another example is communicating when you feel uncomfortable, meaning you got to speak up if you feel, I can't because I'm scared, worried about conflict happening or I'm worried about disappointing my partner, or I'm worried they're going to get mad at me, or they're going to back away or close down, or just whatever fill in the blank with. But 
being able to communicate when you feel uncomfortable, that's a boundary. Choosing to be vulnerable, you making the decision, hey, I feel safe enough to be vulnerable with you. Being boundaryless in that would be, I'm just vulnerable all the time and I keep getting hurt. That's not good. And then a big one, asking for space in that relationship to think, figure out, and identify what's going on for you. Those are just a couple of examples of specific relationship boundaries. Now, what happens if you don't create and uphold those boundaries when they come up? Well, several things. I'm going to hit the top three. First is we got increased conflict, right? When you feel like you give, 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 and somebody you're in a relationship with takes, 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 there's this big imbalance and it gives a lot of conflict and that's a lot of stress. And knowing that, you know, every relationship has different conflict arguments, bumps in the road that comes up, but y'all's ability to work through them handle them, resolve, and move forward shows the healthiness of that relationship and maintaining healthy boundaries lets that partner know where you stand. And that can be really helpful in preventing future conflict. And it helps bring down that imbalance or resentment that comes up. The second big one is feelings of resentment. When you say yes, 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 and you would feel better if you said no, 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 you're going to feel angry and frustrated. You're going to feel taken advantage of because you realize that you were a part of this wild, chaotic relationship by saying yes. Other times you're realizing, hey, I'm, I'm responsible. I said yes, but I'm mad at myself and I know I needed to say no. Whatever your perception is, you got more stress because you, yes, yes, yes. Now you've been stuffing and stacking that anger and frustration and that becomes toxic from the inside out. The third thing that happens when we don't uphold these is we have this responsibility imbalance. Again, worried about if I don't say yes, is there going to be a problem? Is there going to be more conflict? So I just say yes, yes, yes. And there's this responsibility imbalance. When I don't speak up and say, hey, I need some help with this. I'm taking on all this and there's going to be more frustration. Therefore, you're going to give more of your time. You're not going to have time for yourself. There's no limitations. And that's a big problem. That's why most people end up on my doorstep because they found themselves in a place of not being able to identify, create, and uphold boundaries, and they're suffering. So let's talk about why it's so hard, right? It's this idea of, well, of course it's hard, right? But what's that about, especially upholding that boundary? Think about this. What do you feel like when you think about having to tell somebody that you won't be spending as much time with them or you got to leave early or you have to do something or whatever it might be. You telling them I have to be done or I have to go or I've only got a certain amount of time or no, I can't do that for you. Whether it's your family, friends or partnership, that can make you feel really anxious and stressed. The thing about it is, especially when it comes to families, there's a lot of enmeshment. Now look, there's enmeshment in relationships and enmeshment in friendships too, but that enmeshment is those blurred lines of identities, boundaries, and it's just all super gray versus defined individuals. And the problem is a lot of families reward that enmesh behavior. So we say, oh, we're just super close and we do anything for each other, but half the time you end up so mad and angry at each other, there's a lot of suffering too. Enmeshment for many people feels very normal which is actually very dysfunctional. And what does that lead to? Lots of guilt. Feeling guilty by setting a line, feeling guilty if somebody's feeling is going to be hurt, being guilty because you're being a bad fill-in-the-blank 
If I say no in my family, am I going to feel like a bad daughter, a bad aunt, a bad sister, a bad partner, a bad friend, a bad whatever comes up? The feeling of guilt that I'm doing something bad because I'm setting a boundary. That's a problem. But let me encourage you to think about boundaries like this. Here's what boundaries sound like. These are all healthy boundaries. I will end this phone call if you continue to shout at me. I need time to think about it. I'll come back to you. I can stay for half an hour. I don't respond to work emails on the weekend. Thank you for offering that. Unfortunately, I can't make it. I'm not comfortable with that. If you do it again, I will have to leave. I'm not comfortable discussing that. Please don't discuss it with me. I respect your opinion, but this is my life and my decision. Those are eight examples of what boundaries sound like. Those didn't sound too frightening, right? That's how we handle ourselves in teaching people how to treat us. I need time to think about it. I'll get back. Thank you for your offer. Unfortunately, I can't make it. I can stay for a half an hour. I'm not comfortable discussing. Please don't discuss it with me. That is all supportive, assertive, being your best self. Now, let's move into those four parts of creating the boundaries. First of all, we got to identify the boundary. What the heck is going on behavior-wise that we're feeling icky, weird, strange, not good, resentful, angry about? Figuring that out is a start. Then, second, we got to create the boundary, right? We have to say, this is what the boundary, this is what it looks like. Going back to the earlier example, I respect your opinion, but this is my life and my decision. Or, I'll end this phone call if you continue to shout at me. That's creating the boundary. Upholding it, the third part, is when they keep shouting, saying, I'm going to go ahead and hang up now because I don't feel like you're hearing me and you're shouting and you hang up the phone. Or if you're in an argument, family member, friend, partner, and they're shouting at you, talking with you, and it's just going nowhere, you don't have to absorb and take that. And you could say, if you continue to talk to me like this, I'm going to turn around and leave or I'm going to go for a walk. If they do it, uphold the boundary by turning around and going for that walk and telling them, I'm going to leave now because we're not talking, you're just shouting. Upholding the boundary is crucial, y'all. The fourth is, on repeat, continue to uphold it because they're going to push. They're not used to you holding boundaries. It's not like they're consciously testing you saying, oh, if I keep pushing, she's going to give in. A lot of times they just know you and maybe you've given in more times than not. So they know they're going to keep at it. So it's crucial that you stick with that boundary. Repeat it. Let them know again. Write it down. Take a picture. Do whatever you need to do to stick to upholding that boundary. Look, this is a new behavior change because you're getting super healthy in your relationships. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some getting used to. It's not going to be easy, but you know what's not easy? Taking a place where you are not living your authentic self. You're not living in your values and you're not liking the treatment that's happening from this person in your life. That ends today. Find every opportunity you can to create, uphold, and keep upholding those boundaries. I know you can do this. You have done harder things. And when you start doing this more often, it goes so much smoother and you can get it on repeat. I really appreciate you being here and listening to this episode. It means so much to me. Please, you, as you're hearing this, I know you've got a friend, maybe you got a family member. you got somebody in your life that needs to hear this episode or maybe another one. Go ahead and share it with them. That's how we're able to grow here. That's why I'm able to show up each week is you showing and sharing these episodes. And I really appreciate you letting me be a part of it with you. I look forward to talking to you next time.